Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Colt Film Review. I am your host, Cody Everett. This week, we are going to be talking about the 1994 Kung Fu classic done by Jackie Chan called Legend of the Drunken Master. I got it. Don't worry about it. Uh, what? <laughs> done by Jackie Chan? Uh, you know, he's... Basically. He's, nah. his, title, his name is before the title. That's true. You're right about that. How many actors get that? Jackie Chan. Jackie yeah. Chan does. Jackie Chan gets it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So let's Daniel Day-Lewis don't get it. Ah, oh, you stepped on him. Let's just right. say it again. <laughs> let's just start the show. <laughs> so let's just start the show. Your Hollywood <laughs> system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. All right, guys, so we're here talking about Drunken Master. We got Kyle Smith, we got Chris Willenbrecht, we got Michael Salusio, and we have a very special guest uh, with us. We have Mont Yazi. Mont. Mont. Hi, everybody. Monty. Hi, everybody. You guys can call me whatever you want to call me. If you guys want to call me Mont, that's okay. That's I have what other people just call me. See Mont. what the options are. That's what, what I've called you. It's are. what I've called you since day one. What does your wife call you? Oh, <laughs> that's what she calls me. Uh, just that word. <laughs> that's that just word. Just a sigh. All right. Just a sigh. <laughs> so uh, this movie was Monty's pick, and uh, as always, Chris. Why- why did you pick this? Why don't you tell us what you think about Legend of Drunken Master? We can't go there right now. Oh, my fault. I'm sorry. We can't go there right now. I'm, I'm sorry. We got an hour of time to fill here. Let's not, let's oh, not, I just let's not shoot the load right off the bat. I feel like I just traveled into time. <laughs> yeah, so why'd Pe- you pick this movie? People always want me to talk about horror and sci-fi. And, you know, I'm a fan of you guys. So I wanted to take a look at your catalog. And I saw a lack of kung fu movies. There's a lot of really good stuff you guys you guys utilize, but eh, a lot of kung fu movies. So I thought, let's change it up a little bit. Let's talk about something a little different. And I wanted to see what you guys thought about kung fu movies, basically. And for our <laughs> listening audience who might not know, why do people want you to talk about horror movies all the time? Oh, because that's pretty much all I immerse myself in as the uh, festival director of the International Horror and Sci-Fi Film Festival. Well, why go. do you think? Why do you think the general public latches onto horror, like more, like as far as a cult film goes? Why do, do you do you feel like horror is the more prevalent genre? I think it's probably because it encompasses the mo the more the most emotions. You can laugh. You can be scared. You can be sad. You can be. You can add drama in it. There, there's so many different emotions that it can carry. And I think horror can be so different that I think sometimes it's, I think that's sometimes the only thing that you can call it when it is so vastly different. Like you got a movie like uh, Peter Jackson's Bad Taste, you know, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a horror film, but it's so, you know, bonkers at times that, you know, it kind of falls into that realm of being, you know, a cult classic. Mm -hmm. So thanks for asking him about something he totally doesn't want to talk about. He wants to talk about Kung Fu, bro. (laughs) But the, but that is true. I mean, Chris like is it, trying to drive the conversation yeah. to something he likes. Yeah. If you think, <laughs> yeah, thanks for picking this movie. You're welcome. Thank You're you welcome. so much. I was I was thinking about picking Neon Maniacs. I love Neon Maniacs. I was thinking about picking uh, a couple of other horror films, but I decided, you know, pretty bold statement. I put it out there on the Facebook or in the social media world to ask, you know, people who are my friends what 
they think I should talk about with you guys. And overwhelmingly, they said kung fu films. Wow. I'm so happy. I am am so so happy. So scared. (laughs) So I had a list of five that I was going to pick for tonight. For kung fu? Oh, yeah. I was going to pick Born Invincible. How many people have seen Born Invincible? Born Invincible is one of my favorite favorite kung fu films. Uh, It stars Bolo Yung, the Chinese Hercules. Yep. playing this role of being basically a, an invincible martial artist, right? It's one of the best performances from him. I was going to pick Five Deadly Venoms. Good choice. Which I love that one. I was going to pick Chinese Super Ninjas, also known as Five Elements Ninjas, okay. where each ninja in the group is it's basically like Captain Planet, mm-hmm. but with ninjas. So nice. one controls Makes water, one controls earth, one controls fire. And they, really, come, they come together oh, to make it. They do. Mega do they, get, they get into a into a formation at one point in time in the movie. Nice. So it was going to be that, or it was going to be Jet Li's Fist of Legend. That's a know? great one, too. Which like uh, that, is one of like my favorites one. as well, That's a too. remake, so. isn't it, of uh, yeah. Bruce Lee's? You got it. Um, shit, I'm going to blank on which one that is now. Bruce Lee's. Not Chinese Connection. Nope. See, it's uh, not the big boss. Uh, it's not the big boss. It's not big boss. Came after big boss. Fist of Fury. Yeah, Fist of Fury. Fist of Fury. Or it was going to be Fatal Flying Guillotine. Oh god so, damn that! That one I've heard so many one. good things about. Yeah. So what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, from what? For real? Kyle? Yeah, yeah. From me? <laughs> no. Who are you no, talking no. to? That's yes, I feel like guillotine. of all the ones you just named, just that is Wu-Tang. the title. <laughs> that is the title that has popped up the most. The Giza told me. Rizza told me. <laughs> he told me that was a really good movie. Uh, uh, this is gonna be ragging on Chris the whole night. Head. I love it. I think he said it. I think he said it in Shaolin Bees. <laughs> I think the Wu Tang Clan said that. So, <laughs> how'd you end up? How'd you end up on? Legend of the Drunken Master, which is the sequel to Drunken Master? Kind of the sequel. It's not traditionally. I think part of it is the fact that I had such a a dislike of Jackie Chan for the longest time because I was such a a Bruce Lee, a Jet Li, you know, Sammo Hung. I was such a fan of those guys that Jackie just kind of, when I first was introduced to Jackie Chan, he was all comedy. Mm -hmm. He was the guy that would smash his hand and shake his hand out. He was the guy that... Never seemed to be winning any fight that he was in, you yeah. know, even though he was very resilient. Uh, but as time and my taste in film, especially in kung fu films, grew, I learned to appreciate that I think Jackie Chan is, is quite honestly a genius when it comes to martial arts films. I think he's, he was making films, especially at this point in time in his career, where he had everything down. Choreography, his style... There was just so many elements that he was doing correct at this point in time that I think he just excelled. And I missed it. I was too busy thinking about the Rush Hour films or too yeah. busy thinking about, uh, you know, the Operation Shanghai Condor. Noon or something like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Oh, that. you mean the movies that he was carried by Owen Wilson and... And Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker what? which is ridiculous. What was the ju- carried no, what was by Owen Wilson carried. and Chris Tucker? Carried. What was Those the, guys' uh, careers ended as soon as he left. <laughs> <laughs> if it that wasn't for so Wes true. Anderson, Owen Wilson, nowhere. Yeah, Chris Tucker, where's he at now? Chris Tucker, we well, don't he know. He freaked out. He kind of freaked no, out. No, he a did. Bit. Uh, he was in Silver Linings Playbook. He just did Rush mm-hmm. Hour Four. Yeah, he just didn't. Well, I mean, oh, there, I was, there was there was there was a period of think, time where he disappeared. I think that America really ruined Jackie Chan, unfortunately. He don't want to be here anymore, that's for sure. And I think it, his career that he had here just I it ruined honestly what I think, you know, he he could have developed in his in his in his home country into something that could have been quite amazing. Yeah. And I think America really tarnished that, unfortunately. I've always really I I've always I've always liked Jackie Chan when he 
when his character does more like dramatic elements mm-hmm. and I've always just like just prayed and pleaded that one day he would just do a straight like period drama just straight martial arts film no comedy or anything because I feel yeah. like he's a fantastic actor yeah. and he's really good at choreography so those two things together would make a really compelling like yeah. film and I thought the one he did with Jet Li recently was going to be it but he was still doing the drunken master kind mm-hmm. of character and he was still yeah. being kind of wacky and weird Forbidden Kingdom yeah yeah, yeah. everybody that was, was weird so because... excited for that they were so excited to see Jackie and 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 and, and, and Jet, uh, Li. Jet Li yeah, together, yeah. together and it was so like it looked so fake it was so awful yeah it was really I, I bought it I bought it and I was like oh this is gonna be great and yeah. then just after watching I was just sad and I was that like was god bad. damn it why can't Jackie just do fucking drama yeah. based martial arts more serious shit but I have the same uh, theory about Steven Seagal i believe that I can win him an Oscar. <laughs> what would you put I've him had in? This, no, I've had this theory. Is this serious? For, no, yeah. I've had oh, this wow. theory for a very long time. You can ask Chris. This oh, is I know where you're high going. School. Yeah. Steven Seagal was born to play the drunk father. You dirty him up <laughs> a bit. One. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> exactly. What's that movie with Alec Baldwin where Alec Baldwin plays like the drunk father? Malice. Everyone? <laughs> Joking, I don't know. Alec Baldwin? Yeah. No, no, Billy, Bal- Billy Baldwin's Real drunk life. in all of them. <laughs> no, it was a big, it was a big, it was a big movie. I can't remember the name of it, and it's gonna drive me nuts now. But anyways, you put Steven Seagal in that movie. Now the story makes no sense, but you put Steven Seagal in that movie, he wins an Oscar. I wish I knew what movie it was. Yeah, I think Steven Seagal got so. I it's mean, him. He's the problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I, but his, for, you look at those first like three films that he made. Those are excellent. They're films, so good. They are know? very. They good. just live and breathe. They, they they scream 90s almost, late 80s, early 90s style of filmmaking. I am not a fan of Steven Seagal. No, I'm sorry. Well, I, That's, I, no, you got. I, I mean, I liked his early stuff, and then I cheered when he got thrown out of that plane in an executive yep. decision. Then I was think cheering. about that scene. I think it was from License to Kill, where he gets on his knees in the uh, in the in the convenience store, mm-hmm. and he basically challenges the guy to come and get him, and he utilizes uh, his entire like his arsenal of skills to. Take him down. I always love that scene. I always thought that scene was so good. <laughs> so let's talk about this movie because we've been all, everywhere. Um, I want to get into it a bit because I can definitely tell you have a love and passion for this movie. I, on the other hand, uh, am not. I'm. I'm not. I don't hate kung fu, but I'm not the biggest kung fu fan. Um, and this is probably the second time I've seen this movie. Um, and <laughs> I think you probably saw it in Hollywood video. No, yeah, yeah, no, I did. I did. Uh, which I was, when I was a little more into Kung Fu movies and now going back and like rewatching it older as an adult, I think the fight scenes are gorgeous, but I mean, there's to me really nothing else to it. Like this movie is almost, you think it's just the action. I it I this movie's almost all action. I disagree. I, I disagree with you too. Yeah. I feel like the, the 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 feeling I had watching it was I I think the first twenty minutes or so of the movie you could honestly you could probably just cut that out for me. I agree because at the point when the general basically explains why this package is so important, why this jade seal is trying to get stolen, this the movie develops this really like compelling story and this drama, and then Jackie Chan. He stops being drunken fighter guy, and he gets more serious. And the story then has like, uh, uh, like a plot basically, and like an an overarching story to to drive it home. 
So that's kind of my perception of it. I don't know if you didn't notice that point. No, I mean, there was an obvious shift in tone. I no, I under, I, I get that. Maybe it's because I saw so many other movies in this movie too, and movies that came out after it, movies that came out before it. Um, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, they got the bad guy from uh, Die Hard. Awesome. <laughs> Um, I thought that <laughs> was great. Not him. <laughs> no. Thank you. Are you sure? Because because he looks an awful lot like him. Uh, they went that. Who's, he's, he's who's the budget British version. and evil. Let's get a guy who looks like. <laughs> yeah, they got the they got the budget one. It's the same thing they did in Waxwork. They got the uh, the the, yeah, the totally. cheap version of uh, what's his name. Keith uh, and Sutherland. the other thing, the other thing that I went and I was like, oh, did the Matrix steal this maybe from this movie a little bit? I was like, holy crap, he went through a whole Neo thing, like <laughs> where it's like get my ass kicked, but then I've realized that I am the one. You see, I, I really, <laughs> I really like, like that Jesus part too because he's at the end. he's so Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton in yeah. the beginning yeah, of no, that yeah. movie that when he finally gets drunk in front of his dad. And his dad beats him up, and then he accidentally punches his dad in the in the chest. You can see that cultural riff there kind of occur. You know mm-hmm. that honor your father. You know in that in, in that culture is such a big thing. And see, then I've and I've said this before uh, when we when we get honor into, your father. No, no, no. Million <laughs> <laughs> yeah. times I've said it. Said it all the time. No, when we get into these movies, that like that's I have a disconnect with that because I am not from that culture so it's hard for me to sympathize or understand I'm just like you know if my dad's beating the shit out of me with a stick you better best believe I'm throwing some fucking punches you, know, you, you bring up a great a great concept I'm, I'm Native American I'm Navajo and Apache uh, in my culture in both um, pretty much all Native American cultures your elder is the truth regardless of whether or not they're false or not so you're my like my grandma God rest her slow soul. If she went out and told me that this that there was a flying saucer and it was just an airplane, to in in my culture, you just kind of are like, oh yeah, grandma, you're right. You yeah. don't you don't dishonor that relationship. Do you, you don't. But do you think about it in your own mind? Oh, though? totally. Yeah, yeah. Totally. You're like, yeah, yeah grandma. But yeah, but I would never say it disrespectful to her. Sure, sure. Yeah. Like yeah. I would never. And that, and I think that's I, when I when I connect to, especially the the kung fu films. You know, a lot of foreign films. They utilize that culture. They utilize that social structure, which is very similar, I think, to some of the Native American structures that right. I that I have grown up in and I have seen. So, Cody, you kind of you, you kind of brought something up that just kind of is like making my brain kind of run a little. You say you like you know you don't you don't understand the culture, so you don't get it. Is this like I mean, do you think that it's like it's not that it's, I don't want to say it's a lack of empathy, but me personally, I don't have I don't I mean I don't necessarily say I grew up in a culture where it was like respect family. I'm white. Like it's just not ingrained into us. What? But I love these movies. <laughs> yeah, I know it comes as a shock to you, Monty. <laughs> no, no. But I love these kind of movies and I think it is because I can latch on to those ideals because I think they are the way things should be. Is see, elders should see, be I don't con- I'm with you, Cody man. I don't I, connect I don't connect with with like, again like I, I wouldn't say like uh, I can't empathize or anything like that. Like, I well, I guess I can't. I guess that's kind of true, um, in a way. Um, I understand, like, to them it, it's that way. But like, I didn't grow. Like, I don't talk. I don't. I don't talk to my dad. I don't have respect for him. Yeah. So it, to me, like, I don't connect with that character on a personal level. So things that may have happened to him or, or growth, I may not recognize as much as you guys because you have a connection. Through like you think it's an ideal thing where, you know I, what I mean. You know, yeah. I do you think would... if uh, do you think if the characters were less caricatures and more 
grounded in a reality. Because I mean, if you look yes. at the movie, the mom is very over the top. Oh, she's and the dad amazing though. I want yeah. to say that. Don't get me wrong. She's amazing, but yes, her character is crazy extreme. Yeah, crazy. And, extreme. Uh, you know, I, I think maybe like that was always one thing that when I first watched this movie, I, I always thought that was a, a misstep in the direction of the film is how how big these characters were you know when mom is constantly faking the crying uh, yeah. when when yeah. when things go bad and how big dad gets with his authority and how subservient jackie gets in his honor and you know even some of the other people around them how you know how they how they are just over exemplifying those yeah. cultural aspects I think that's a Chinese film thing, though. But I also feel like the only character that, that really grows in that aspect then would be Jackie Chan. Because totally. the mother stays the same throughout the whole Completely. film. Same with the father. I mean, Jackie Chan's really the only character Do you that... think that's also what makes him heroic? That actually gives him a hero quality? That See, he that's the, that's changed the, that's so much? The weird, that's the weird thing, though, too. Is like He changes so much, but at the end of it, I'm like, he's still doing everything that he's not supposed to. Yeah. Isn't there a okay? We've talked about the father. We've talked about the relationships, the familial things. But isn't there? I I, I took this as there was a connection between the socioeconomic thing that was going on right now, which was British imperialism coming in and taking the Chinese culture. Yeah, yeah. and him fighting for that to gain the respect of his father, who came from an older school mentality. Like this was his way of kind of connecting with him again. Am I am I wrong on this? No, I this is how kind of, I kind of looked see that. at it. I didn't I think see about that. it at yeah. the time, but I can definitely see that. No, like, I, I thought that that was a big overlying reason why he was yeah. doing this because he does start off as not necessarily a heroic character, but kind of like a bumbling. Well, no, he, he actually, calls himself he, the he, drunken master, but he, he doesn't really do anything heroic. He, I mean, like, even the, the his first scene, he's like, "Well, why why do we have to pay? Why do we have to pay? You know, taxes mm-hmm. or whatever on this shit?" Like, so like right off the bat, the movie starts with him being in more of a modern mentality mm-hmm. of like, "Well, this is like I don't need to follow the system or follow the honor that's that's established." You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, I can I, I think it that definitely drives home even more that idea of him like turning into this into this more respectable heroic character. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. I don't know what that was. I was going with I that, but there you go. Okay. <laughs> it works too. I guess I'm not connecting on the on the more respectable character too. I think that he I don't know like he's respectable in the community because he's winning. Well, let me ask well, you. They, well, no, they, this. they honor his drunken boxing. Yeah, Everybody no, wants to saying, see but him. That, but that's be, fight that's basically. Be, that's because he's winning. True. I think it's. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know where the disconnect is. Where, where you're having the disconnect? Because I mean, I guess just put yourself in that position. If there is there something like if there was something that you that you had that you you thought was a true identity of you yourself, and somebody took that away from you. How would you respond to that? I would respond to that accordingly, but I don't think the first half of the film does a very good job of setting that up. It's kind of just like I a, agree with you. I, I just that. think out of out of nowhere, it's just like no, our Chinese heritage, mm-hmm. kind of out of nowhere, kind of it does not fit the first half of the film. The second half, but I you agree. don't see you don't see Jackie kind of fighting against that 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 that's his father's bread and butter. Is this Chinese medicine thing that he's got going on? It's he's the giving school. people ginseng. And, yeah, yeah. But and that he's kind of like the outlier of it. He's this, the drunken master who you know has this. He's like a Hulk kind of. It's really weird, right? He gets yeah. drunk and yeah. then he becomes like a Hulk. But if you take it too far, yeah, like it can be playing with fire kind becomes of thing. Gray Hulk. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, yeah, he kind of at, at the beginning he seems to be kind of scoffing his nose at like his dad 
business a little bit. Like, whatever, we'll give him the bonsai route. Well, I that's think that's just enough. so he doesn't get his ass kicked. I'm, I'm not saying that his father isn't, like a, like, a dominant figure. I'm just saying that when he gets thrown out, yeah, that's when he kind of looks at everything that's going on in his society, and he starts seeing things for being what they are, which is people taking away their culture and then him using that as an excuse to get back kind of to his father's good graces. I don't don't know, because his father has to sell his land basically to get him out of the trouble that he's already caught. He keeps on just causing his dad more and more trouble by (laughs) getting into this shit. He's not listening. His dad's like, stop fighting, knock this stuff off. And he's like, okay. And his friends come around, they're like, hey, we need your help, because... His dad You're never, here. His dad never <laughs> gives him the approval either no, to go never. out and fight ever. Never. So I have no, I don't think so. And even the end is kind of weird because he doesn't show up. He's, he's not, not there. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not there. That is a weird thing. And I thought that was very weird as well. Yeah. That he wasn't there. And I assumed it was a joke as he's nursing a hangover. He was probably, and I assumed he was probably working on Rumble in the Bronx. No. I was trying to think that of that It's literally because his father kicked him out again. I completely agree with that. If his brother, his father, found out about his victory, and it wasn't in the honor that he wanted his son to be victorious. So, so he, he wasn't there because he his father kicked him out I, of the house. I again. believe uh-huh. that's what I think. Interesting. I didn't think about that. I, I always thought of it like that. Like his his dad don't want him up there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why he's not here. <laughs> that's deep. That is deep. Well, it's the story. Like he never follows the rules. So is is this, is this a tragedy, Chris? Is it a tragedy? <laughs> By the way, guys, Chris is Chris is in fact yeah. in the room. Chris is Chris just is pondering. I'm this learning. Deeply. I'm learning about this movie because honestly, pondering. like I'm with you, Cody. I don't connect with kung fu movies really at all. Like I don't come from a state of mind where I feel like I understand this kind of culture very well, and that's my fault for not investigating. I guess, but like I don't connect too much with like the characters. For me, I'm probably what most people think. Of when they think of Jackie Chan, and that's the action sequences. Like the action sequences are really what draws you in. Like his fighting style is so insane and so fast. And I'd, I'm just sitting there watching the film the whole time, thinking like, how the hell did they choreograph this with the cinematographer and like get everything they wanted? How long did they work on these scenes oh, like to get all this footage? It's because Jackie Chan's a perfectionist. Yeah, but I it's mean, insane. That's like an almost like yeah. an idiot savant of like yeah. kung fu. And he doesn't know? he doesn't care though. Like I mean. The, the the studios in his country support everything that he does. So yeah. he you can get he can do a hundred and fifty takes to try to flip a ladder in the most perfect position and they never say a word to him. They, they just let him thing. have yeah, they just let him have they know total eventually control. they're gonna get they'll something get, that's they'll amazing. get that shot. Yeah, Jackie yeah. said in the interview one time that uh he, he said uh people say, Oh Jackie, you're really amazing. You can do you know, you can do these amazing things and he goes, It's not amazing. It's just do you have the patience to do it? and make it happen. And a lot of people don't. I mean, and that's, I think what I admire a lot about Jackie Chan's is, is his, his, his willingness to go that extra, extra mile to make it look so perfect. Like, I want to know how long this shoot was. Like how long is a, is a typical Jackie Chan shoot? I'm sure six years. (laughs) He may, he may be the Stanley Kubrick in as far as like production length in China that, Stanley Kubrick I'm, was sure here. They, I'm sure they knock out the non-action scenes pretty fucking quick. Yeah. I, I know, oh, yeah. I know that. I, mean, I know that that last 20 minute fight scene took 
like a month or something or yeah. something like that to film. Well, he like, also it was over and over and over again. They just kept in coming in every day and just mm. shooting this thing. Well, mm. Jackie fights with a with a rhythm as well too. There's a, there's a certain style that Jackie Chan has that's different than what Jet Li has. That that's different than what Bruce Lee had. So when Jackie's out there, there's a, there's a, a complete rhythm. You can almost keep yeah. keep pace with it. And there's many martial artists who can't keep up with that style. And even like really, really well known, like I remember there was, I think there's an interview somewhere where Donnie Yen talks about him and about how difficult that Jackie's style is, how to keep up with it and how unorthodox it is for contemporary, you know, martial artists to try to match what he's doing. Well, it's because I think it's more based on his background in uh, like theater. I was going to say the exact same thing. Yeah, His school was was Chinese opera. Yeah. That's, that's his entire well, upbringing. And I'm glad you brought that up because that is very apparent in his fighting. Like when he fights or when he acts, everything is extremely theatrical. It's staged uh-huh. like his expressions are big. Yeah, his hand gestures the... are big. His movements are fast and like accurate. It's Well, and he doesn't move his camera either. If you think, look at, look at yeah. these movies, they're set. Uh-huh. American films, I mean, look at like a Jason Bourne movie. How much camera Man movement do you have in that? Drives me Jackie doesn't do that. Jackie will just sit it and right. let it, I mean, let the action happen on yeah. a full frame. I mean, I think of like, uh, there's that great scene where he slides down the pole uh, and he's he's basically going in a circle down the pole, electricity is bursting all around him. That scene starts with him almost in full screen. Mm-hmm. So as he goes down, you know that, okay, I don't see a cut there. I see Jackie's face. I know that's him probably going down there. There's so it's so yeah. authentic to right. you know that style. He's his own. I mean, he's mm. he does his own stunts. That's the that, well, I think that's the biggest point for him is the authenticity that he brings yeah. to. That's what I was gonna say. All all through the the beginning credits, you just kept seeing Jackie Chan and his his stunt, stunt team. team. Yeah. yeah, like over and over again. Like like it, it's insane. Like it, to be able to pull something like that off in one shot. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Just, just and and you can tell. You can tell it's him. It's not. Like it's not like oh they just threw some other guy in there to keep the actor safe or whatever like yep. he's fucking doing yeah. all of that shit right in front of you it's like a magician almost but a master can I be the bad guy here we go oh <laughs> can I be the bad guy go ahead we we allow you all right uh and maybe the maybe Chris can uh, maybe you're on the same page as me maybe not as the the other person who's obviously not into kung fu as much as everybody else in this room um <laughs> did. It just feel like one long fight scene to anybody else because I feel like this is amazing. Again, they are amazingly shot. They are amazingly done. They are they are jaw dropping fight scenes. But I think the movie could have done it with about three less, and the ones that did happen probably would have been even more jaw dropping because they're. You know what I mean? Like you do so many of them. I thought they were really the, long. You got fight your scenes. you really? got your ending. You got your fight scene where he first drinks. Those are probably your two best of the. But the, the, but that's what I'm saying. Like by but the that's really it. by it, but no, by the end no, dude. There's the the fight scene there's on the sword train. Scene, yeah. There's, yeah. yeah, there's there's, there's, there's I, but that's more exposition than anything else. That's to introduce you to, you know, other char- yeah, yeah, I get other the, characters. To, to, to you to, but still, it's a lot of fighting. Like if you think about like real fight scenes, like that serve no purpose than the show fights. I mean, those are your two scenes right there. I do know? feel like the excitement kind of wears off. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like you see, you see so much of it. Like, the, it, like, and I've said this about horror movies too. Like, you can see, you know, Jason cut off six thousand heads by the, you know, six thousand, like, you know, by the tenth time, you're like, okay, I'm over it. I, you're I not over it. It just doesn't have the same effect. Sorry. Yeah, I'm thinking. No, it's okay. I have a question for the people that do watch kung fu movies. Did you feel like it wasn't enough? Kind of. I did too. Yeah. 
I feel like this, so is, this really? is one of the films no. that d- doesn't have enough doesn't Jackie have Chan enough to Jackie Chan in it. people. You go, yeah. you go watch, really? you watch a Shaw Brothers film, yeah. dude. It's like fucking start to finish, and there's like some, and it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like too much because each, even with this film, each fight scene has its own unique character, its own unique rhythm, its own unique like tone. I mean, you look at a uh, Fist of Legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's a scene. There's a movie where the fight scenes are constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. The entire time, where you're always getting introduced to something new, and uh, like I think for me at least in in this movie, that's I always felt of it more as like an introduction to other topics to talk about. I think the only real two fight scenes are the first time he gets drunk in the engine. Yeah, you're just sensitized. You, <laughs> Cody, Cody, yeah. that could be. Let me I ask this be. question, Cody. Do you like uh, do you like Bruce Lee films? Uh, you know what? I honestly could say I've probably watched two Bruce Lee films. And I couldn't even name him. Oh, wow! Okay. Wow! I'm being honest. Man. I think maybe maybe it has more to do with like his. I was you're definitely women. more of the you're definitely more of like the popcorn movie guy. I am definitely. I, was, a popcorn I think movie guy. I, I think you just you you just you really latch onto that really quick boom 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 and it's done type of thing. Whereas like traditional kung fu, it is like this really long drawn out choreographed thing, and every single move is. I mean, even when you look at when you look at the actual martial arts itself, the the traditional martial arts, every move has a purpose and a reason, and they try to capture that as much as best as possible. On who these took karate films. in this room? I, I took kung fu. I did I took, not take any. I of took that. twelve years of martial arts. I took arts. Uh, some, yeah. I took some taekwondo when I was little. I took kung fu. What like the a year? Yeah, like a year. Okay, so you're not invested. These no. guys understand like the st- these styles of fighting. We do not really. Understand, like what? Like I would uh, never look at this fighting and you... say there's a there's a purpose to every move. That's very. I mean, well, I, no, no, I, no. I agree with well, that. They, That's they true. mock that in the movie as well too. <laughs> I mean, it's they mock it quite a bit. Um, there's a scene where he's talking about like you know folks with flute or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, he's calling up yeah. the yeah. weird names. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, that was, that kind of that kind of stems to this whole that... traditional style. See, yeah. mimicking things See, like Bruce Lee was all against that stuff. You, mm-hmm. if you look yeah, into Bruce his Lee history, was punch, he was very anti, anti traditionalism, anti yeah. And how efficiently he, he was could all about not hurt someone. Fighting. He was all yeah. about like not calling out the move before you do it. That's like Street Fighter. He's all like, you know, if someone's like down the hatch, I'm like, I know what you're doing. Speaking of <laughs> Bruce Lee movies, I I I I really enjoy Bruce Lee movies, but I've always lived and breathed on Shaw Brothers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when people tell me, like, oh, what do you think is the best martial arts film of all time? I'll be like, well, here are my films. There's not a Bruce Lee movie on there. Yeah. They ask me who the biggest martial arts star is, is Bruce Lee. Yeah. I mean, he's the one who made No, the yeah, he's definitely the biggest star. No, I, I agree with that. I agree with you as well. My list it definitely doesn't have any Bruce Lee on yeah. that. It's all, yeah, right? It's all Shaw Brothers well, mostly, 70s stuff. I mean, on my list, it's mostly Tony Jaa. Yeah. No, I'm just. Yeah, no, there's yeah. nothing wrong with Tony Jaa. Ja. I think I think amazing acrobat. I think what Tony Jaa does with his with his style as well is like an, ev- an evolution of what came from. Oh no, this is no, he's definitely influenced you by know? him. That's it's by Jackie Chan. Yeah, well, I th- yeah, I, I hate like it when ja they use Tony Jaa wrong. In that new Fast and Furious movie, they f- they yeah, fucked they him did. over. I mean, and I, I don't understand. Yeah, he was who was he? He was one of the bad guys. Yeah, and they and they just and they let him. They let Paul Walker, I think, beat him up. Shit out of him. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I didn't even notice he was in the <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, the baddest so ass man in the world, and you have <laughs> Paul Walker beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Rest in peace, yeah. Paul Walker. But you know, yeah, you don't got a you don't got a moment it's against bullshit. Tony Jaa. <laughs> you know, and like, and this evolves again into like you know what good action is, good fight scenes are now in America versus what other films are doing. You guys seen the Raid? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah that's and great. And the Raid too. Yeah, crap, man. Yeah, those are great. Raids films. are amazing. Stuff that J- that that Tony Jaw has done already has been you know phenomenal. Let mm-hmm. me ask you this question then: Do you think it's the, okay? So. I think, again, we're going into cultural differences here, right? Because you think of American-style action, I instantly think of Westerns, and you're getting just, like, bar shoot fights. Em. Yeah, shoot shoot and and, yeah. Shoot. Finally, someone got shot in this movie, too, by the way. And I was like, y'all got so guns? <laughs> so here's an interesting question. Like, you know, let's go back. Uh, I would, I'm going to assume, I don't know how old you are, but I'm sure that you grew up a little bit on the 80s-style yeah. action film, right? Mm-hmm. Is there, like, you know, as like an action star that you would consider a fighter? Because when I think of like they're, fighting yeah. action stars, I don't There's, think any of them fight at all. I think they're all just great actors. Where I think about like Jet Li and Bruce Lee, these are fighters first before they're, they're action stars. You're forgetting one. Van Damme I mean, tried to do it. You're forgetting Van Damme tried to do it. You're forgetting the guy that we've been talking about all night, who is the first American to open a dojo. In Bruce Japan. Lee. No. In Japan. First American. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Yeah. No, Steven Seagal's legit. He is legit. He no, is legit. He is no, 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 he is. Yeah. He is the, probably the only yeah. legit one but like, from America. But would you put him in like, like when I think of American action stars, I think of Schwarzenegger. I think of Stallone. Norris. You yeah. know, I think Chuck of Norris. Norris. Yeah. Chuck Norris. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. Chuck you got yeah. me there. Yeah. You're right. Chuck, Chuck Norris, Norris has one. Yeah, he's legit deal. too. Yeah. He was very legit. You know, I guess when I think of, when I think of the big, the big ones, I always think of Schwarzenegger and Stallone. The thing though with Chuck Norris is, I don't feel like he, you ever fully captured or Encapsulated his his fighting style in film because he, he did always it. fall back to guns and yeah. use of guns in all of his movies. He was there was he, a few kicks well, and a few he was stuff a bad, that happened. He was a bad example. I mean, first of all, he did so many canon films. Yeah, oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, so that's that was true. A, that was his first. Nothing mistake. wrong with canon films. Okay, <laughs> no, there's nothing I wrong like with them. Films. But they, they were never kung fu films, no. and they were never martial arts films. They no. were always guns, gunplay gun films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wasn't a great actor. He never got. <laughs> no. He never became a good actor. His only legitimate, I think, scene of like fantastically choreographed fighting is in Return of the Dragon. Uh, it's not Return of the Dragon, right? Is it Return where he of the fights Dragon? Bruce Lee? That's where he fights Bruce Lee. Yeah. I thought that was Chinese Connection. No nah. shit, I don't know any Bruce Lee's movies. Like, I'm all confused. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Wesley Snipes is he, he has martial arts training. He has he has martial arts training. Yes, he does. But. I still wouldn't put He's him as a belt. fighter Everybody's first. Got black belt. What? I wouldn't put him as a fighter first. We're no. talking about people that you know? got, got no. that like a high were five. bred <laughs> in the fighting, fighting first, and then came black into that. But like you're getting a legit guy yeah. to be on your Hulk on Hogan. Your, oh my god, Hulk Hogan. And on that note, Hulk, what, <laughs> Mister Nanny, Spur McMando? We're talking about a, a action film. Yeah. What? No holds barred. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> fake wrestling Tropic Tro- 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 Thunder fake. I love wrestling okay I love wrestling Tropic uh, Tro- Thunder uh, uh, Thunder in Paradise Thunder in Paradise <laughs> <laughs> okay guys there's legitimate people here that I'm naming off Ronda Rossi Oh, yeah, but she's not. She's, but she's not an action no, star. No, no, no. She's an action like star. One movie. Bullshit. Dude, until she does Roadhouse. It's not even that yeah. good. Until she does Roadhouse. Yeah, until she does Roadhouse. Is that happening? Yeah, yeah that's I, as far as I know, it's still happening. I don't, I don't she, believe it. She, no, like that, Nick Casavetes no, is directing it. We've gotten really off topic. We have. We're talking about fighting. You know, this movie brings that out in you because there's so much. It brings out fighting. We all want to fight each other. But I'm saying, what what kind of. We went on that tangent, but what I was saying is like I'm so used to yes the American style that when you do see like I'm not saying like this stuff is not beautiful and gorgeous, but at the same time it's like when it's a good third of the movie, to me it loses its. The movie is called The Legend of the Drunken Master. The Drunken Master is a fighting style. Of did course, you, it's going to be. Did you like uh, Matrix? 
The Boom. first one. Yeah. The first one. I mean, Matrix is completely influenced by oh, I, obviously film, filmmaking. Yeah. But it also has explosions in, in slow motion. I, I have a question. And a dude covered head to toe in guns. Yeah, so. it has, a, but it, no, it's like a lot of eye candy. Like, don't get me wrong, this is a lot of eye candy too. But, but like, you can talk about Hero, you could talk about. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are all spectacles as well, too, in the same realm as, I mean, what mine is guns and stuff. No, actually, Mike, you had your hand up? Crouching Tiger, Hidden yeah, Dragon. I, I want to try to make this connect with you to okay, see if, if we can make a connection. No, here. no, no. I'm not saying I like how, you know, I wanted to say this before you finish your topic. I like how we're 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 focusing our attack on Cody and Chris is to being the smart guy by staying away. He's doing a good job. Can I just tell you that this is absolutely fascinating? This is like my kind of movie talk. I love it. I love every moment of it. And there's and there's a place and you know there's a place for everybody's style. Like I have friends that I mean I have a friend who thinks the greatest action film ever made is Commando. And he will not talk about any other movie. <laughs> and I love Commando. I love Commando is like my favorite Schwarzenegger movie right next to Predator. You know? This is fantastic because that's exactly what I was going to ask him. <laughs> do you like the movie Commando? It's not my favorite Schwarzenegger okay, movie. But, I do like it, though. But y- he throws a saw blade in someone's face. Hold on, wait, wait. <laughs> but if your issue with this movie is that there's too much fighting that's taking up story time, then what do you think about Schwarzenegger films where... He threw a so- saw blade in somebody's but face. But that doesn't progress the story in any way. That's like some but that's eye shit. candy for me. Like, what about somebody like, jumping off in, into a fire pit and then Cody, rolling through a fire pit is not eye but, candy to but Cody is a that's popcorn a movie thing. guy. He's a popcorn movie guy. That's it. I no, but his initial oh. argument was, well, I don't know what this does to the story because it just seemed like one big long fight scene. Yeah, then what's one big long action scene where he guns down two hundred people? I'll say this: to the face. The problem, the problem though, going back to that is, I f- honestly like when there wasn't fighting on screen, I felt bored. Okay, I agree Ooh. with that one hundred percent. And then, and then all of a sudden, the father then just starts complaining. What's his complaint? His complaint? No, my complaint. So, <laughs> so what? What you're getting with with this? Like I said, assault of the face, grenades blowing up, and, and stuff like that. You're getting a lot of special effects with with like Commando, where this one is is again straightforward. Basically, like beautiful martial arts done. Don't get me wrong; it's beautifully done, and it's amazing to see that a, a human being can even do this stuff. But I mean, how many times can he dodge a stick? A lot, a lot of, of times. A, a lot, lot of times. <laughs> yeah. And then, but, but how many times but I mean, can, like, before dodging so you want, a stick means nothing? So you want to yeah. dodge a bullet? Yeah. So you like, want danger? He, he just runs through them, Kyle. <laughs> you want you want danger then? Yeah, uh, like well, a legitimate I danger. I didn't feel the same. Like I honestly never thought like, well, he's gonna lose this. Like you, I man, maybe that's because I know who Jackie Chan is now yeah. and and stuff like that. But at no point did I ever fear. Except for when his dad was beating the shit out of him. I don't feel like there's any danger in a Schwarzenegger film, though, because no, I don't, at any point, do I think, I don't oh, ever Schwarzenegger with might that not kind of make danger. it. Like, yeah, I don't ever connect with that, that kind of danger. Like, I mean, I know there, I know that gun, you know, there's gun dangers and stuff but like that, but. Even, okay, but even in a Schwarzenegger film, his family dies, someone close to him dies. You know what I mean? Like, and that happens in, in these martial arts films. But it didn't happen in this one. I'm talking about this Okay, one. okay, gotcha. Talk about this. It one. didn't happen in this one. Yes, it did not happen in this. This one. was a little bit more lighthearted than some it others. is. Yeah. And maybe that was a disconnect. It is for a me cu- too. yeah. It's a it's a kung fu comedy. This one's so. a kung fu comedy. But see, then I like. But see, so then I'm going to make you watch a hardcore kung fu film. Then well, next. let me ask. Let <laughs> you me should watch you, some Stephen Chow you, films. Well, no, that's what I was going to say. I like Shaolin Soccer and yeah, um, Kung Fu Hustles. I like that movie too. Those are above and beyond, like as far as comic relief goes. Yeah, I mean, those are so over the top. Yeah. 
But you see, and you get elements of that in this one with the, the mother, the I stepmother. Love yeah, her. You get that with her. In actually, this. my favorite character. My favorite character in this movie has to be her. Has to be the dad. Actually, what? <laughs> I love. Okay. I love. I love. I love. <laughs> I love how feeble he is, and that he's like he just goes with whatever is going on around him. And he's like, "You should sit down. You look tired." You know, you're right. I'm not getting any younger. I need to take more care <laughs> of myself. Right, he he's does. just so, he's just like, he just, so he's so willing. taken advantage of by the well, stepmom. That's like, the other, no, that's it. But he's so taken advantage, he's taken advantage of by everyone. He's like, a, a, he's kind of an idiot. It's no, but it's so funny because <laughs> no. of, how, of how he reflects each situation on himself. He's like, you know, you're right. I'm really glad she brought it up about the rutabaga. Not many people know about this. It's, it's like, yeah. oh, come on. And does she marry for money and status? I'm kind of no. confused. No, on no he yeah. was. Yeah, she well, no. was. She was. She was the sister of his wife. I'm a th- okay. Well, okay. That's probably a cultural thing that I don't understand. But I'm also going to throw this one out there. <laughs> Am I the only one that that got a connection? Like I'm like, are Jackie? Ch-? Like I get that there was, <laughs> but are they in love? Are they kind of yeah. wait the son and the, the, yeah. the, the stepmom? No, not, I didn't get that. Got, dude, oh, not once. Oh come on, the not stepmom once. is so hard. Not once for Jackie Chan. It's ridiculous. <laughs> not once. Not she once. So I'm with hard. you. I'm anything with you. That, anything that because oh, Jackie Chan's 176 <laughs> years old fantastic. in this movie, <laughs> and he's supposed to be a kid. <laughs> not but once. Anything, anything that kid does, dude, she's there to fucking catch him and 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 coddle him from from whatever it is. But remember, Jackie Chan isn't playing like. Uh, his age yeah. in no, this no. movie either. No, I mean, no. he's playing a young, a young I version. I, Chris, did you? I don't know that? exactly how old he is, but I would say eighteen. I don't know. I think he's supposed to be eighteen. I don't know how old. In like mid mid twenty. I think, think so? I have yeah. one of yeah. the most. Hold on, hold on. If he's supposed to be in his mid twenties in this, no, he's got to be younger. I agree with with Monty on this because if he's supposed to be in his mid twenties, get move the fuck out, bro. <laughs> culture again, a culture thing, yeah, man. Exactly. I don't, I don't he, know. He, it is. It is. It's a total culture because he's he's being trained to take over his father's. Yeah. Again, don't yell at me. I don't know because I don't know the culture. But shouldn't like married it by this time? No, and... not necessarily. No, no, no I'm wrong. No. Okay, hey, I'm wrong. It, it, it's no. it, it's to the point when you get married that you would. So tend you're still to move so out. you're a baby because he acts like a ba- like. And they still she might live. Treats in. him like a baby. <laughs> she treats him like a baby at times. Could also be a caricature for the cultural the cultural norms at that time. It, I mean, she's just so over the top. Why wouldn't True. her actions be over the top as well? Like True. You know, her love for her husband well, is also a little bit. A little over the top as well. Yeah, so. I don't see. I didn't connect that she had love for. I, honestly, I thought she loved Jackie Chan. She showed <laughs> more love to Jackie Chan than her husband. It's not like you know what, honey, you're right. This kid has been acting a fool. Probably because ruining Jack- our business, ruining our lives, ruining everything. He needs to learn a lesson. No, she's like, no, don't hit him, please. <laughs> I think I think a white girl ordering. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, No. I don't want that. No, (laughs) oh no. Now, honestly, you know what I think it is. Why why they have such a strong relationship is because Jackie Chan is a little less old fashioned, and she's less old fashioned as well. She's not even close to old. So so the so yeah so the the father who 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 is in the more traditional of ways. She she's. She loves him. Yeah, I can see that in oh. the film. I see through the character, but she definitely has more fun with Jackie Chan because they're both kind of like she seemed too young for him. Exactly, and you see that she loved. I never picked up that she loved the father. No, nope. I didn't. I didn't get that. And was she lying about the pregnancy the whole time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. That was totally. like yeah. that was really apparent. that was way. Yeah. It was so obvious. Well, because at the end there, she's like going to go to the last fight, and they're like the baby, and I thought everybody else was in on like a Jackie Chan. No, was in only on Jackie was in on it. Yeah. No, he wasn't because he's like that's a horrible lie, by the way. Yeah. Again, <laughs> But she loves him. 
No, I don't know. She lies about having a baby to save Jackie. You don't. <laughs> you're not putting this together again. But she doesn't. It's her the, character the, is so the over the top. Yeah. You know, I, I'll take that because of who who she is from the very beginning, which is a way mm-hmm. big caricature. I, th- for her to say that, it doesn't surprise me considering who she was before that. Yes. Yeah. In love with like, Jackie. Like, the the overall mood felt like <laughs> she was for a, Jackie. As you said, hard for Jackie. Yeah. Hard for Jackie. Hard for Jackie. All right. Hashtag. You know what? Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about everything. Apparently. Are you all right? <sighs> One more drink would be helpful. Here is the very last bottle. <laughs> you get up. <laughs> What the hell is that? What does it mean when there's a picture of a skull? Good stuff. We're talking about kung fu movies and... And in particular, we're talking about Drunken Master, but we're also talking about what I don't understand. Chris isn't talking. He made a... Chris is is relatively quiet. He made a wise decision. I'm talking when I'm given the floor. You have the floor anytime. No way. I've tried to cut in so many times. Bullshit. No one's seen You have been leaning back in your seat, like straight up leaning back. <laughs> you were in the kitchen making dinner. <laughs> you were. Dude, uh, let me ask this question, too, because this, this, this comes up. Uh, I actually want to ask this question, too, because I don't know. So in the, in the kung fu realm, what makes this movie a cult film? Is it a cult film? Wow. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, I would say, yeah. I'd say, yeah. Um, go ahead. No, no, no. By all means, you're the guest. Well, please. I was going to say, I, I call it a, a cult film because if you look at the amount of kung fu films that are out there, this is definitely a standout, but not a standout just because it has great martial arts scenes. I think it's a standout because it plays big on all the comic aspects. Uh, caricatures of people. I think it's so far out there as far as what traditional martial arts films are. It stands out, and I think as far as the reason why it stands out is because it doesn't fit the categories that would normally define. Yeah, martial arts I, film. I would I would agree with that. I would think I would think that the 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 over the top mm-hmm. aspect of it. Like really, even though even though it, it's in a genre that that you might not fully understand, Cody or you, Chris, but I mean. It, if you were to put it up against any other kung fu movie out there or martial arts film out there, yeah, this this is like the ah, this isn't a good this isn't a good comparison, but this is like the trauma or the canon film of kung fu. It's like it's very slapsticky, it's very wild and funny and crazy, and it does, doesn't take a serious tone or it's not a period piece per se. Man, see, I feel like maybe that's ugh. is that weird? Because like that's weird for me to think of. Because I didn't think of it that way when seeing this film, because because of the you comedy. haven't seen him. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Because of the comedy aspect, and because of what I know of Jackie Chan here in America, um, that's all I know him as is like as a like a comedy kung. I think fu. if we were more like if we were more immersed in the kung fu uh, genre, you and I, like we might see that difference that it's going to that extreme. But to us, that seems well, like oh. like if I went to a kung fu convention. 
Like a kung fu movie convention. That would be interesting that to see. That would be so funny. I would, I would be happy to go let's, there. Let, no, let's I just might even and cosplay I, at that. Somebody write up, that down. And I walked up to uh, anybody and I said, uh, you know, Jack, uh, we didn't write <laughs> And I, Wong, Wong Fei Hung. And I said, Wong Fei Hung. They'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, bro, Drunken Master. No, they nope. wouldn't say that they at all. Wong Fei Hung <laughs> they would not say in, that at all. Because he's, a, he's a cultural hero. He, he's a, he's oh, a this historical is like a, figure. Oh, this, yeah. oh. Yeah. He, he's, well, an actual, he's an actual martial artist. Did not artist. know that. Yeah. Um, and I think the reason he's histor- historically significant is in some aspect of his life, didn't he kind of go against the... The invasion of Western culture into Chinese culture. You got it. So the movie Eat Man is Wong Fei Hong. Eat Man, yeah. yeah. Eat Man is Wong Fei Hong. Um, of all the films, Eat Man is a real person, though. Yeah, Ip he Man. is a real person. Wing Did Yong. he train Wong Fei Hong? Eat Man trained Bruce Lee. Bruce he Lee, trained yeah. Bruce Lee. He was the uh... okay. Well, I, I I totally retract that statement. Regardless, I want to say that that the the uh, uh, similarities between this and. Those Ip Man films are very similar. There is a connection there. Yes. It is about the Western invasion coming in and then us trying to contain our cultural identity and yes, making sure absolutely. that those things are being secured. Oddly enough, also Rush Hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to some extent, yes. Yes. But um, I want to ask you a question real quick. I want to talk about it's the. Si- for you're asking these questions about kung fu films specifically as a genre, yeah. But also, like, let's let's try to bring into your genre. Why any other horror film? Clearly, if you put on a mask and you and you're wielding a knife, that doesn't just make for a cult slasher, right? Right. Not, yeah. So, yeah. what does make for a cult slasher? Fun. I I think fun. I want to hear Chris and Cody on this one, Chris. Yeah. What makes for a cult slasher? Yeah, or any horror, just anything. What takes a horror film and 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 gives it that cult status? What do you think? God, that is such a fucking loaded question. No, no, I think I think it's it's it's, no. I can answer. I'll answer this. I think for me, it's it's fun and uniqueness. Right? Usually, that it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Um, especially like if I'm in a like that might be a bad example, Mike. I I would say mood, lighting, characters, everything. to present because more often than not, a lot of these movies they get cult status. I feel like it doesn't apply to the kung fu world, but to the horror movie world, it's more it's so bad it's good is more prevalent. I think sometimes it also yeah. goes beyond categorization as well too. You know, like if you don't know how to explain it, you just call it a cult film. You know, like oh, I agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you know, Buckaroo Banzai, right? The great fucking movie. How do yeah. you how do you describe it? Can't. You, you kind can't of a sci-fi them. film, kind uh, of a yeah. Rock, Rocky Horror kind Picture Show, film. you know, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is it a horror film? Is it a music? You know, you got all these. It just lives in so many different areas. Well, I think Buckaroo Bonds is a cult film because of that killer theme song. <laughs> I love that movie. That's the only reason. That pretty much that, that pretty much ruined our lives for three to five weeks after we actually reviewed your that film. lives. But when you're talking about yeah. like horror films, you know, if you're talking about what's a cult horror film. Uh, wouldn't you say something like, uh, you know, it almost maybe would be more or less your guilty pleasure films. You know, the mm-hmm. films that, like you said, so bad, they're they're good almost. But it, but is, I, is feel, this... I feel like it stems beyond that. It's not always so bad, it's good. You're Sometimes true, it's right. just, it's really good. And, you know, it happens to gain a... Maybe an... it's easier for a horror film to become a cult film because the horror film category is so overpopulated well, no, with I garbage. Think, no, I think... <laughs> so you, when you see gems in there, they fucking they I d- radiate I, I, with I, I do kind of want to agree uh, with you. On. Go ahead. Because I, I, I disagree with that. 
because... Oh, and then I might agree with that. <laughs> well, I disagree with you saying that it's so popular with garbage because this year has been a pretty decent year. No, 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 that's, no, no, I'm Sorry. Just, no, no, I, oh, I think, I, no, but over, overall, I, I feel like the so bad it's good thing is the he, most prevalent in horror films, though. Mon- listen to our conversations earlier. Rewind it. Listen what? to it. Listen, Monty hit it earlier. He already talked. He already talked about this. We're kind of going in a circle here. That's uh, fine. That's uh, fine for you in a circle. He, he, basically, what he said was, it's because why why people talked about horror so much because or it was in that conversation is because it encompasses basically every genre. Um, so that gives horror a, a leg up over everything else, basically. But I also want to say, comedy can comedy can do that too. Well, there's a lot of horror. I don't comedy think you can crossover. find. I don't think you can find effective fear. In comedy, I agree. I, I think you can find effective social fear in comedy. I think a lot of Woody Allen, yeah, social fear, comedies yeah. deal but, a lot with. Oh my God, what, what if this girl's cheating on me? What if she's cheating? What what what, what if like I, I think there's a, a lot really of good that. Woody Allen. Sorry, but I mean, uh, how do I put this? My my issue with horror has always been this: is that it's a very easy to write for because it deals with very base fear as a base. Uh, is a base but it's so hard to, to effectively with. portray that. Oh no, there's there's people yeah. that do it right. Yeah, and there's people that do it wrong. Can I say, can but I say there's that? a. Re- I, I I'm trying to figure. I've always tried to figure out why that genre in speci- specifically is so. If you're an independent filmmaker, that's where you go. A lot of them go there. It's Very true. few do yeah. like a melodrama. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And I've always tried to figure this out. And I'm not saying that I have the answer. I'm just saying that this is a thing that I've always grappled I, with. I would, I would, I would say after that would be, well, yeah, because we all, if fear is a very strong emotion, and what we what we define as being scared of can be so multidimensional. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can be scared of a monster in your closet, or you can be scared of some a real monster breaking your door down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be fantasy. It can be reality based. I think fear is such a strong emotion that. It's so easy for people to write about it because it is such a extravagant emotion that you feel more than sadness. Like you know, you can tell me like what it's sad, Monty, that your parents died. Yeah, but I don't. I may not be able to relate to that. You know, I think. And then we go back to what you talked about before. You don't. You some of us in the room don't relate to those cultural aspects. Yeah. Of film, you know, and I think, that, like you said, I think that's why it's so easy to exploit that fear aspect when you are a filmmaker. Because they are so universal, it's universal. universal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so we, uh, I wanted to just try to understand and like simplify what you were saying, uh, so I make sure I got it right because of the point I was going to make. Um, if, if my, are you saying that like is basically you see horror movies is basically kind of a or slashers or whatever as like a carbon copy of each other? Is that me? Yeah. You're asking me? Yeah. No, I don't. I, I think there are really, really, really good ones. Uh-huh. Like I loved uh, uh, the Babadook. I loved that film. Yeah. But it's nothing more than your classic two people stuck in a haunted house with a okay, well, supernatural creature. Yeah. Well, but what they did with that film was they turned it into a psychological thriller yeah. about her mind and what was going on in her mind. What was, yeah. what was she really envisioning the same, versus the horror? Can't the same be said, I guess, about kung fu movies? That's what I was asking you. This is the, this yeah. is the bridging gap that I'm trying to make here. Yeah, no, I, I, when you say you don't understand the genre, I'm trying to... To try to bridge that and saying no, that no, I, not all kung fu movies are just an hour and a half of fighting and punching and kicking and, and hitting and whose school is better than whose school. It's some of them do deal with some pretty interesting 
plot points or uh, uh, themes, I should say, like like in this film. I think it, uh, I think a lot of this film has to deal with family and what family means, and also what was going on in China at the time, British imperialism, things like that. I think there was a lot of that going on. In this Can film. I ask yeah. you a question now, knowing that it's about uh, it's about a, a, a real life person, correct? Ah uh, yes, and the, okay. the Wang Fei Hung, Hung, yeah, he's was, based on Wang Fei Hung is a real person. He is a real person, but this was this, but his, is a, is a this is not different him. portrayal yeah. of him. Yeah. Was, he's uh, a folk hero. He was a physician. Mm-hmm. He was a lot of different things and well, people. Well, then let me ask you this question: Is this basically, um, for its time and for what it is, is this basically like Hong Kong's Hollywood version of like Lincoln? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to figure out where you're coming from. <laughs> Lincoln the Vampire Hunter. Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, I mean, like, is this like, like, I was, hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. like a I big, get, yeah. like, oh, was this their version of like, uh, like, let's take this this folklore character and make a big movie behind them? Yeah, I'm kind of curious why this movie. Uh, so I, this is something. One aspect we haven't really touched on, and Monty, I'm hoping maybe you can shed some light because I don't actually know for sure. Um, this is just basically a reboot of his 78 film, Correct. Drunken Master. Mm-hmm. And he does portray the same character, Wong Fei Hong, mm-hmm. in that as well. So why does this reboot exist? I think part of it was, and I don't know the, the correct answer, but mm-hmm. uh, from what I would say is it was probably more or less a project that would just give Jackie Chan that step in. I mean, it was so it was so beloved from his early career that for him to come back and portray that character again was probably lauded after. People probably asked it. People probably requested it. And it was such, you know, for him to do that drunken style boxing at the time in martial arts films, there was no one doing drunken style boxing. Yeah. You know, people were, I mean, yeah, they were playing with other styles, tiger claw, eagle claw, you know, all these different martial arts styles. Those are the that claws. They, yeah, the claw. <laughs> Those are the claws. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, five dead crane. Claws. Yeah. You know, you got crane. You got mongoose, crane, snake. You know, snake. All these different things that monkey that, popped up from time to time. Yeah, too, monkey but... popped up. But uh, I think you know, no one was doing drunken the way that Jackie Chan did. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think that's part of the reverence that you see in this new movie. Is it... oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I was going to say like it's it, it is interesting because yeah. No other film had really tackled drunken boxing, and it's a legit style. It's a real style yeah. that originated from the Shaolin. Like, so I think that that was probably what was so intriguing about it was that here's a style that's never never been touched before, and people are coming. I'm referring to the '78 version. People are coming off the death of Bruce Lee and looking for a new hero, and Jackie Chan yeah. basically filled that with this a a completely unique style, a completely different style of kung fu as well. Yeah, like it was like and the also perfect a, package. A, a different way than what Bruce Lee was portraying it. Yeah, Bruce Lee portrayed his style of 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 martial arts as you know very much power oriented. Arrogance, you know, almost yeah, almost a little bit. You know, really confident in his his striking where, you know, Jackie never had a leg up on anybody. Jackie had to start from the bottom to, you know, he always fought his way to the, to the, you know, up into, into winning. I mean, he always seemed to be underneath someone's boot, yeah. you know, for many of his films. So, you know, for that, that also uh, it plays to the underdog status as well too, where, mm-hmm. you know, at that point in time, people were so enamored with who Bruce Lee was for Jackie to do what Bruce Lee did would have just been a cop would have been would have been almost disrespectful. Yeah. So for Jackie to say, "Okay, I'm going to be 
this different style. I'm going to add comedy. I'm going to be able to be hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be real. Like, Bruce Lee get hit with something. I mean, it, I always think that one scene where Bruce Lee gets cut in yeah. into the dragon across the abs, mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn. I'm, I'm, no, he didn't even flinch. Yeah. He didn't even flinch. And I'm like, that's a deep gash. I mean, it's yeah. bleeding. I mean, I might have been a little keeled over for a moment. You know, and Jackie Chan, on the other hand, you hit, you you smash his hand in the door, and he's shaking that thing like it was the worst pain in yeah. his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you: Do you think that's why he translated well? I think so. I, I think, think so. I think people could people could relate to him. I think I think I, what happened with with martial arts films, it's interesting with with Kung Fu and Shaw Brothers. It basically started with these. Um, and I'm probably gonna fuck the name up, but it's, I think it's Wuxia. Wuxia. Wuxia yep. style films, just mostly swordplay based. Yep. Um, that was the dominant when the shit kind of took off in the mm-hmm. mid '60s, late '60s, and then there there was this there was this thing that happened because Wuxia films really deal with this almost mystical um, there's a mystical aspect to the sword play that's like there these these people who can achieve these amazing feats of floating and 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 yeah. like they're 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 they have these they have these mystical powers and then. And then what happened was suddenly in the mid seventies you start getting more kung fu films that were dealing with more like let's get rid of the weapons. It's just fists, and it's just people using their own strength, their own power and energy within them. And then Bruce Lee came along, and he was the peak of it, and he was the most I think entertaining to watch because it was like, wow, look how fucking good this guy is! Like one punch, all these people are down, and a big personality too. He, yeah, huge he, personality. He didn't have to say anything at all, but he, didn't he really. like commanded the screen. He had so much energy, mm-hmm. and then he he passed away, and then yeah, yeah, Jackie Chan rolled rolled along, and he was basically like, I mean, you can use the term, he was basically like the peasant, right? If you were thinking about these, the, at this culture, you had you had people who were of royalty and stuff, and you had the peasants who basically learned martial arts just to defend themselves, and that was him. He was the everyman, and he basically he could get his ass kicked, but he'll come back at the end, and you know, it, it, that is what people connected with. I, most, I believe you know? I, I agree with you one hundred percent on that because even Cody, you've seen Rumble in the Bronx, yeah, those other the, the American movies that he came here with the movie. Well, I shouldn't say American movies, but They're, movies that. Movies oh, that Bronx, crossed over. Crossed yeah. over really well. He was always the guy that was just like, here I am, I just don't really want to fight, but uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, like That was his whole thing. Yeah. Was being the guy that just kind of wanted to be an innocent guy. Maybe he just wanted to you know, own his own grocery store or something like that. Go, going and then into, somebody fucked sorry. his shit up. Yeah, sorry. Going into like that next, that next aspect, I don't know why it's got me thinking about it, but Bruce Lee was such a macho character, you know, very much a male character you know definition of uh, if you will machismo you know yeah mm-hmm. just very much this man manly testosterone character mm-hmm. unfortunately i think in american film today portrayal of asians in film isn't with reverence like they had for bruce lee it's I very subservient it's very like the, the portrayal of asian americans in film today is terrible and yeah. why can't we have like an asian character in a film who plays a role like you know, Bruce Lee does. I mean, we have them. Tony yeah. Jaws out there, you know. Yeah. You, Jet Lee was out there for a little bit. Even Jet Lee films when he came to America never had the presence. They never wrote him with that presence. You know, it's like they brought you know? him in as, as spectacles yeah. for this weird, yeah. this weird type You got to go hang out with DMX. Yeah. You got to go hang yeah. out with DMX for a little bit. Right. DMX is going to be the tough guy and you're going to be the quiet Asian you character. Know, yeah. You know who's uh, who I can say is changing that, but it, well, at least changing like that, you know, Asians. Uh, I don't know how I want to say that. Asians, Asians, Americans. You can say that. It's fine. You can yeah. say that. Uh, are, are, are getting portrayed as the... Um, 
Glenn from The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah, there's one character. Yeah. Right, because he's... Not, like, being Asian has nothing to do with this character. Yeah. In any it, it, way. No, but that's... It that's, could be any. It could be any race. Yeah, but yeah. that's the great thing about it. It, it is. It is. But it they is. cast an Asian in a good role. Yeah. You know, they... They gave him a, a good, exactly. a good character. No, they did. Yeah, it's and it's it, and it, it, he's completely relatable, and he's not a stereotype whatsoever. It's fantastic. It's like, oh, thank you for not portraying him as a stereotype because that's, I mean, well, it's still like though, if you compare his like, and you know, we're going again talking about strong characters, strong Asian characters, and I do agree that Glenn is a strong character, but putting him up next side to side with Daryl. I mean, there is Nothing. clearly Daryl is the male character. Daryl is the and yeah. male is the wrong term. Daryl is the macho, the macho yeah. character, the masculine character, and Dale or Glenn is still a see, great character. But I, not, not to get would you call him a hero? Yeah, but see, yeah, well, Glenn definitely not. Yeah. Not to get into, especially in the later seasons, um, and not to get into the Walking Dead because I don't want to turn this into a Walking Dead podcast, but. Um, be more popular. It would, it would. Yeah, we would have way <laughs> more <laughs> downloads. But um, I, I actually think Glenn, especially like I said in the later seasons, is definitely more than once Daryl loses. Sorry, spoiler alert. Once Daryl loses uh, Beth, he kind of is just what a dick. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I stopped watching that he's season kinda, four. I'm sorry. He's kind of like he kind of just stops as a character and shuts down a little bit to where Glenn starts to really gl- grow as a leader, especially when he's dealing with um oh god, the redhead dude. Um why am I uh, spacing on his name? Nope. That's okay. Uh, Abraham. Yeah. <laughs> so just getting back into the this movie. We went know. all over the place yeah. in this episode. We did. I we, like we it. took this to wrestling and then back to Kung Fu and then <laughs> maybe Walking not dead. really, quite Little honestly. Walking, Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, Walking we covered dead. everything. And I think that just uh, that just goes to, to the uh, appeal of what films like these do. I mean, it doesn't just have... We don't have to just talk about Legend of the Drunken Master. This could be any of the many films that you guys have talked on this, well, on this, this show about. Is It is so influence again you till we talk about that definition of cult film it's influenced by so many different does, things do this i mean i i are kung fu films how are they today what do you, how are they today yeah like what i mean is is like is it still uh, like is it still a profitable genre is it still a prom is, i don't feel like i it think is. so hero was big hero um, was big hero was like, they I mean, have I, a movie called the kung fu killer it's more contemporary that had uh, well, Donnie Yen in it, let's, let's and Donnie about, Yen is still a huge star. Let's talk about their star. influence, yeah, though, on, on on American Daredevil is gigantic, and it it it, it like ripped from Old Boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That brings me to a very interesting point, then, which is if these movies are so unprofitable and so disliked by American culture, why do they keep stealing the ideas? Which what I mean, which ideas though are you talking about? Like I don't. I don't see a whole bunch of fathers beating their kids with sticks. I'm not going to use that as like, you know what I mean? Like, is it, are you talking about like, no, I'm just saying what element are you seeing that one scene? I'm just saying what element are you referring to? If it's fight scenes, then I fully agree from with you. But as far as storylines go, I mean, a story about a father trying to, or a son trying to find the respect of his father. That's like a every story, story about <laughs> a mother who is overprotective of her son. Oh, wait, a wait. Story. Oh, I mean, oh, and they're, again, they're caricatures, but these are fundamental storytelling aspects. It's just thrown into the it's it's thrown way out there. There's still fundamental aspects of story that are being portrayed here. 
I, I mean, you think about it, like Jackie Chan, I, at I, the end of Monty the day. Monty takes a shit on Cody. No, no, I don't know. No, I'm not just, I'm not just, I'm not You know, the aspects of culture it. as well, too. I mean, there is a cultural aspect that is being portrayed in the movie, you know, trying to retain one's culture. Yeah. You know? I don't just. Dis- I'm not disagreeing with that, but I mean, if it has, if you're saying it has all this in there, then how? I wouldn't say that no one's stealing directly from this movie, but the themes, regardless of where they're at, up and down. Yeah. These are themes. Of the, the, everything that we we just named is st- theme storytelling one on one. But there's obviously a disconnect in how they tell the story. Why? Well, I think it's just in one. Well, I think it's in style of filmmaking too. Well, it's va- it's vastly different than the way Americans Americans Because I mean, look done. how the way this, they they tell the the story in this one, right? Like if this was an American film. This would be I I would imagine a lot less than a, a lot less than a comedy. But I'm actually wouldn't you say that like for those that watch the martial arts films, this is pretty standard yeah, structure. Yeah, it's, not, it's nothing yeah. you know, to It's a pretty standard structure. It's always it, how it, it, these it, films are done. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. To, it's, well, all, it's always somebody looking for the respect of somebody else. A son well, even like what you're saying, issues. I know you're, you're trying to say like, it's kind of, it, let's be honest, it's really kind of choppy at yes. times, you know? And I, I, I agree with you. It is very choppy, but that's also how the structure of some of these films are done as well too. Yeah, you know, that, they're, that they're is done in true. that same style. Especially with especially with, with like Hong Kong Kung Fu and stuff yeah. is very Chapman like, like, Jap- like Japanese. Once like, upon a time in China, those three films, I mean they're, they're long. They're, they're great, yeah. but yeah, but they're they choppy and they're and they, they, they have a different interesting. Time. I think I feel like that's kind of more of a Chinese or, yeah. or cultural thing because you that know is. like Chambara films yeah. and stuff, like they're very, very streamlined. It's it's like a play. It's Let's see with this movie in particular is like I don't know like I said earlier, I feel like one character develops um and I don't. It's just I don't well, know. That's the only character you really need to care about. Actually, I take that back. You know, there's other characters that develop too. I mean, doesn't his friend, the fishmonger, doesn't he? Well, yeah, kind he, of kinda, de- he he develops. He kind of grows some balls because because he really starts out as being jealous of Jackie Chan and Jackie over, Chan's relationship with that girl over the weakest love story. <laughs> the love story between him and his mom was wish. <laughs> yeah, but but even he like it, it starts out when when you first approach these two characters they're very like it's it's very competitive for for the fishmonger I character guess, and at the end they come together to like you understand uh, let okay. me say this real quick i i because I, I it just hit me i think the the that love story or attempt at a love story between jackie chan and that um that girl i forgot her name is the perfect example of how i felt about this movie like, i felt like this that's all the story elements are that like the, the to me, like that's how much uh, was put into each story element besides the fight scenes, right? Like, uh, well, yeah, we we flirt, we're into each other. That's all. That's it. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't now, I don't think I. I don't think I was. I don't think I was ever trying to say that this movie would have won like a no, Academy no. Award or anything like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I'm not. And I'm not saying that. I'm just going off of what I have in in front of me and like. I didn't find that there was a story for myself that even that what I guess played out far enough for me to even like. I didn't. Ca- I didn't care. You just didn't care about the story that was being told. I Would didn't you care. be willing to like watch more martial? It'd be arts interesting yeah. to have you watch like some story, some of the films by like, uh, Bung Bung Joon Ho, because he plays with structure. It's completely different in most of his films. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any of it. He did the movie The Host. He did Memories of a Murder. He did Mother. Host is fantastic. And he plays, each one of those films has a, a 
a combination of characters that are each trying to figure something out, whether it's something with their family, whether it's something a, a, mur- a murder. And they he plays with structure. So like, there's one great scene in like Memories of a Murder where there's three guys who are discussing three separate things all on screen at the same time. Yet the final image after watching them talk for what is could be like five minutes is them finally coming back to talking about the story, mm-hmm. the murder that's happening, the killer that they're trying to find. But it's three separate things. And this structure gives you an identity of who these characters are. So that plays a big role in the very final, the ending of the film. And again, it is, like you say, like it, it's a structural aspect that is a disconnect, mm-hmm. it sounds like, for you. I yeah. think... Is, I- I think what what Cody Cody needs to do, if willing, I mean, would you can agree or disagree with me, Monty? But I think Cody needs to actually watch like Kurosawa's. I would love body for you to work. watch Kurosawa's body work. Not only would you be, uh, not only would you probably find meaning for life <laughs> in these movies because Kurosawa, I think, is the greatest filmmaker to ever make a movie. Can I be the first one to say that I don't? I don't think. That he will like them at all, <laughs> but I don't know. If, but again, like, and, and this is nothing. As long as you watch this is nothing objective against you. That's I, all I, care I might, about. I might think if you're if you're a fan of westerns, that you might like Seven you, Samurai. You would Yo probably Kimbo. love them. You would love them. Yeah, well, you yeah. If you thought I was a fan of westerns, <laughs> you I mean, thought wrong. <laughs> you, didn't, you, didn't men, you didn't mention them. You didn't mention them. But I think it, no. I, mean, I mentioned them in, in the aspect of American style of of fighting, right? But all, but Versus, also I want yeah. I want I want to also establish by by bringing up westerns, you're also talking about a cultural thing that other cultures don't that only a fair, very few cultures have gotten, particularly it, Japanese and Italians. No, and I think no, and I I'm th- sure if you take a western to maybe. Well, I Indonesia think, or or England, they don't. Well, I they think don't they have it. the same. Oh, I think that that would have the same uh, the same appeal as like a kung fu movie in America. Not everyone. Well, I, feel like kung, we, I feel like kung fu mil- movies have a broader appeal than you that, actually think. Yeah, they do well, I think we get I, a lot of money think, off of them. I think westerns. <laughs> I think westerns the same though. And I'm not even. I'm not. I, and I'm not a fan of the western genre. I'm just saying. I want you to watch Kurosawa films, Cody. I want to force you to spend a weekend. And there's watch people that wa- There's films. people that watch spaghetti. Westerns all over the world who Which, have the who have the same feelings. Me, yeah, for yeah. <laughs> the you know kung fu because well, they're so ripoffs. I, of kung I fu love films. it. Well, they're, they're ripoffs <laughs> of samurai films. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kung fu films. We haven't even gotten yeah. into samurai films. I was trying to not to bring that up because we'd oh. be here for another three hours. <laughs> I think we've discussed enough of what I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and rate this Mammer Jammer. Uh, if we what? can, are we are we rating uh, the genre as a whole? We're no, we're we are rating. Oh, we're finally going to talk about this. We're movie. rating okay. the film. Okay. okay. We're rate let's film. start with Chris. <laughs> wait, 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 Mont. What 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 did you want to bottles rate this film? I'm going to oh, say yeah. bottles or, or jugs, jugs of, of wine. Jugs of wine. I like okay. that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Can I put like an X on the wine? Sure. Yeah, put a skull. Jug. Jug. No. Put a skull, skull because that yeah. brings up the movie. What oh, does it perfect. mean when it has a skull? That's right. That's right. really good stuff. <laughs> Let's start with the um, the most enthusiastic person in the room <laughs> about uh, this. You know, movie. I do have to say, I do have to okay. say, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little sad because I I know Chris longest in this room and. <laughs> 
I didn't even talk to him, basically. Like, <laughs> pleasure meeting you guys. <laughs> pleasure. Chris, on the other hand. You picked I, his, like, favorite genre. Listen, yeah, so. yeah listen. I, 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 I laughed so much when Chris texts us like this. I was like, me and Mike just started texting like, oh, this is going to be good. I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. The moment, the moment I sent it, because I didn't get a response back, and I'm like, is that okay? And he's like, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they were totally so expecting sorry. for blood and guts. That's yeah. what they're I'm expecting so from sorry. you. I'm so sorry. No, I, I, really, this has been a learning lesson, Actually, if anything, one. for me. Like, I've been taking in all this information because I don't know a goddamn thing about kung fu. Are you willing to learn? Not question. really, no. <laughs> right. Jesus. Oh my God, I kind of feel the same way. Right. <laughs> <sighs> There's just something about this type of filmmaking, this type of um, genre that just doesn't connect with me. I, yes, I love the I love the action. Like, don't get me wrong, I love the action, and, and especially in this film, I do love the comedy. Like that, those are the two things that kept me going, honestly. But like everything else, I just was looking off into space at some points. <laughs> like I'm just like I I don't know how, you know it's it's I know there's some diehard kung fu fans out there and there's people that really identify with this, but I'm not one of them. Is that your rating? <laughs> <Should> I, <laughs> your rating? Is that a zero? What is I'm that? Sorry. <laughs> how many <laughs> jugs of wine? No jugs Chris, of wine. Shut up. <laughs> he hated it so bad. He, uh, his, he doesn't even have a box this <laughs> rating. <laughs> just leave your name off the rating Next. box. No, I'm just kidding. Um no, overall, like the movie was okay. The movie was the the there did definitely had some moments that kept me kept me sticking around. But like I'm not in any kind of rush to go out and see any more type of kung fu unless you give me another Rikio. If you can give me one of those, I'll be fine. But oh uh, yeah, but you know what saved that for me? It was the extremely over the top like effects and gore and blood and and, and all of that. But the, you know this didn't this this was just like yeah I know how Jackie Chan fights. I've seen other Jackie Chan films. This film really didn't do anything more for me than any of the other ones did. So I'm going to go with a two. Two. You know what? You know that what? That was higher than I thought. I have, I, 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 you've just inspired me because the next film I'm going to pick is going to be The Master of the Flying Geese. Oh, beautiful. Oh, Can I good, come back? Because that's the one I, I commented back? on earlier that I thought I would connect with. And, Please let and me enjoy. come back for that one. <laughs> you want to come back for that one? Oh, I. I could I, I could talk for days predict, about I'm that movie. I'm gonna predict that Chris doesn't enjoy that film. <laughs> uh, next up is Mike Salustio. Mike Salustio, how many bottles of wine? Uh, I'm gonna give it three and a half. Um, little, I was. Can I just say? What did you think it was gonna have five? I thought you were gonna go higher. I did. Really? Yeah. Um, I love. I like this film. It's a good film. Uh, I think it's. It, is it the greatest kung fu kung fu film that I've ever seen, or the greatest uh, Jackie Chan film for that matter? Not necessarily. It's very good though. It's very good. Um, I've seen a few Jackie Chan films. I've seen a lot of Bruce Lee films, yeah. and you and you, Kyle, have gotten me into quite a bit of kung fu and Shaw Brothers in general. Um, I I tend to like I, I from seeing those. I tend to like those films a little bit me- better. I like, uh, for instance, Flying Eighteen. I like that film better than I would say this film. Um, I'd probably give that a higher rating, but we'll, we'll see when we yes. get there. I'm saying that this film is a, is a fantastic film. It, I would put it in one of my higher Jackie Chan films, actually. So what's your number? What's what, my number one? What did you say your number was on the rating? Three, three and a half. Three and oh, a half. okay. I didn't yeah, hear that yeah. part. Sorry, but, sorry. Uh, above average for certain. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, it's a good film. It's a great film. Next up, Kyle. 
Oh, you're going to go to me next? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to bounce around. I thought you can go like He's people who liked it Monty to people who last. don't like it to people who don't like no, it. No, give, I'm giving everybody their fill of people who like it first. <laughs> uh, yeah. Get it out. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to give this also probably a three and a half. Um, I wouldn't... I wouldn't consider giving it a higher rating only because, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, this movie I feel like lacks at the first 20 minutes or so because I don't feel like it has a proper structure or a proper story. After the discovery of why the Jade Seal is so important to the Chinese culture, I feel like the movie really picks up and actually has like a, a well-defined um, plot to follow and a well-defined goal or endgame, so to speak. So, um, in terms of Jackie Chan films, it's definitely one of my favorites. I still think I kind of like um, the original one a little bit more, just because I think it's more true. I don't know if it's going to say more true to Jackie Chan style, but that movie is more historically significant in terms of film in general, I think, because it helped really create Jackie Chan as a household name, or I guess as a hero, so to speak. Um but yeah, I think three and a half. I think it's a good movie. I think people should watch it. If you like anything that Jackie Chan has ever done, if you've ever watched a movie with Jackie Chan's in it, you're like, hey, you know what? I like Jackie Chan. You're going to like this movie because that's what you get with it. You get Jackie Chan. How many times did you say Jackie Chan? I'm going to say I'm gonna say it three more times. Jackie Chan, you Jackie Chan, like, Jackie Chan. You sound like me. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Whenever you make a point, you're like, I really think that's what I mean. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Did you know what I mean? That's what I meant. <laughs> I know. That's like, Jig Chan, Jig Chan, Jig Chan, Jig Chan. I think this movie was dull. You know what I mean? I think it was dull. That's what I meant. Dull. That's what I mean. It was really dull. Yeah. That's what I mean. Uh, so let me say this. I'm going to go next. I'm going to go this. You know what I mean? Uh, and. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I feel like I ha- my rating is too high now. After hearing you guys rate it, after I thought was was because I don't know the kung fu genre, right? And if you guys are giving it a three and a half, and I was thinking like this, don't was, base it on us. Yeah, base can. it on what you've well, seen. I this, I, based uh, it on what yeah. you okay, I'll tell you what. This is my opinion. The is, beauty of that the fact that you don't know kung fu makes your rating the most you, pure. You guys spoke much higher than he did, and his rating is probably about equal to what you were gonna say. I like that's that. why I think that's why I don't want him to lower it. <laughs> yeah. I want to keep I, no, at. I thought uh, I was going to rate it uh, 2.5, middle of the road. You were going to go lower than that? I was going to go after hearing your guys' rating. I was okay, going to go to a 2. Keep, okay, well, so what are you going to do? But I was, no, I said 2.5. Okay, go That ahead. was my original rating. Like and the reason that. I say that is middle of the road because I can't knock it for its production whatsoever. I can't. I can't take a swing at the production. All right, solid production, solid shot. Okay. Sound quality is great. Honestly, there's like it's shot good, lighting's great. You can't really knock it for any of that. Story, you can knock it a little bit. Pacing, yes. Editing, obviously. Um, but I think it's a it's a middle of the road movie. I think if you're into this movie, you might like it. Like this type of movie, you might like it. But I don't just I don't see it being any better than two point five. I oh Monty fucking Monty. side. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's a, it's like it's the middle of the road. To me, it's the middle of the road kung fu movie. It wasn't like when I saw it. It's it's the only kung fu movie on your road. (laughs) (laughs) The only road they know. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, like, like comparative to like I've seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, stuff like that, where I think is a little more artistic and has something more to say. Hero was also mentioned, which I think was a little more of an artistic. uh, Those are very big. 
Yeah, those yeah. are more like paintings yeah. in this film. Especially well, okay, so yeah, those are, yeah, paintings are going to get more those than a coloring book. Films. Paintings are going to get a more a bigger rating than a coloring book. It's different. It's a different style of filming. But that's the, fine. Keep going. I feel like this was like a fucking paint by numbers, dude. This is like a form. Yeah, like this is a form. <laughs> <laughs> this is a formula. Like this is like a a a, a formula. Like a rating for Cody is at the end. Of the yeah. uh, no, it's like it's a formula. It's like formula. They have a formula for a kung fu film. Here it is. Bam. I now have someone I disagree with more. More. <laughs> you just moved up the list on people I disagree with. Boom. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like if you've seen, like, I've seen this movie a thousand times before. I can say the same thing. Yeah, you can say the same thing about horror. Uh, but the horror has like some blood in you've it. Seen this, this movie a thousand times before? Well, I feel like I've seen, I've heard, seen, heard this story a thousand times before. It's a pretty basic story. We've we've hit on that throughout the whole podcast. Yeah, yeah the original one. It was kids in a cabin. But no, what? I'm just saying, like horror, he's making it sound like horror films are. No, no, I'm saying horror falls uh, in the same, same right. falls in the same. But they so your criticism about this. But no, no, they give me it's a storyline, a plot least, point that uh, I've seen a million times. I mean, like, at least I can see he's like somebody's like no, somebody's skin's different. Somebody's skin's falling off or something like that. Jackie Chan got fucking burnt. Was it horrendous burns? Yes, but you weren't seeing people's like there wasn't that entertainment value of seeing something that you hadn't seen like or something that was so extreme that like you never you've attention. never seen those martial arts. You, no, you see I, those martial I, arts I can honestly say before? honestly I can never say that I've seen those martial arts, but I can go to the fucking down to the gymnasium and see some people tumble around. Is it the same thing? No, on fire. But wow, but it, there's it's, some there's some talented motherfuckers in Phoenix apparently. <laughs> No, I'm just saying. Hanging out the gym. Oh, fucking Jackie Chan all yeah, on every nah. corner. I'm, I'm, I'm done with your. I'm, ju- I'm done with your review. Uh. <laughs> I'm done with. I'm I, f- I think you need to lower. <laughs> I think you need to lower it. I think you need to go down to like a one and a half. I, I don't. I don't. Obviously, I don't, you guys are hear... coming down on me about it, but obviously, it wasn't that amazing of a movie. Three point fives. Three point five is pretty better good. than be, be, better than I gave Toxic Avenger. Better than I gave Toxic Avenger as well. No, that's I understand. Listen, this is a solid <laughs> film. I'm not saying this isn't a solid film. If you're into this genre, but if you're not into this genre, you're gonna give two flying flips. You're gonna give two flying oh, flips. Is that what we're rating it now? Be- no, because- <laughs> flying flips. I want my you're flying just flips. fucking changing it. No, I'm just saying you're 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 not gonna give two shits. You're not. If you're not into this genre, you're not going to give two shits. Because name something to me that's so original in this story that is so groundbreaking besides the comedy element, which now to me is not really groundbreaking because we've had 20 years of Jackie Chan. Drunken boxing. Drunken boxing. He's dunce. Drunken boxing. Drunken boxing. Drunken boxing, I'll give you. But it only comes out like twice. Oh, God. Uh, All right. All right. Good job, Cody. Monty, I'm ready for you, buddy. Yeah, move on. (laughs) First off, you guys are fantastic, and I have uh, thoroughly enjoyed myself today. Uh, Thank you so much for having me on your show. I, uh, you know, I I respect Jackie Chan's work ethic. I think what he does as as a performer, the style that he has been able to cultivate throughout his career – is unlike any other character from his, I mean, minus maybe like a Stephen Chow, who's very similar on his on, on his performance levels. But, you know, Jackie Chan as a physical actor, as a martial artist, as a, yeah, I think this is the highlight for him. And for him to have done what he was able to do with this film from a technical choreograph or choreography 
and martial arts aspect, I think, is probably one of his career highlights for the films that he has done. With that being said, I do agree to the extent that with everybody else that the narrative has some has some issues. I don't think everything connects completely all the way through, even though it, it, it does fall into that same form of other films that have come before it. I think that the caricatures back and forth between everybody, I think that works really well. I think the performances are big because they're supposed to be big. And I think kind of mocking fun of the structure that has come before him, I think works really well as well too. So on a performance level, I think the performances are very well done. On a narrative level, eh, they aren't so great. On a genre level, when you talk about genre films, I think he does some pretty amazing stuff in this one. I think on a technical level, what Jackie does technically with his fight scenes, what he does with how he moves his camera, what he does with his scenes of drama, I think works very effectively. On a personal level, you guys know I'm a big fan of this movie. I'm going to go ahead and give it four and a half jugs of wine. Four and a half jugs it of wine. It is definitely one of my favorite... It's definitely one of my favorite martial arts films Evan, up there. Uh, That's a half away from uh, a full... I know. It's a perfect... Almost, almost a perfect I score. Haven't, I haven't, haven't said this in a while. Too high. Too high. Oh, oh man. It's, a, it's okay. <laughs> and it's okay. And I think... And I think... Guest. I think, you know... I, and like <laughs> I said, tell you guys before when I first when I first came in here, there is... That personal aspect just pl- does play a big role. No, I and, does. Yes. I pull you know, the personal aspect this, card all the time. <laughs> and this isn't Monty the film critic. That's why we reviewed critic. Anaconda. Okay, this isn't Monty the film critic. You want Monty the film critic to break it down? It's probably going to be a little different. This is Monty the fan of this movie. That's okay. Who I wanted. This is Monty the fan <laughs> of this movie, and my heart learned to love martial arts films partly because of this film. Well, it played a big impact in my in my my movie going life. Can I ask you this question? Is it this film or is it Jackie Chan? It's partially this film and partially Jackie Chan because I grew to respect Jackie Chan in this movie. Oh, I get you there. Yeah. Because I, uh, bringing up the, the, going back just real quick to the, because everybody said the drunken boxing style was the unique thing in this movie. And, and that I was going to ask this question earlier. Did not get to ask this. No one else can do that style, huh? Is that like a thing? Like, because no, I don't. I don't. I I've think never if, seen anybody else. Try, I think attempt if people tried style. to pull it off who weren't Jackie Chan, I think it'd be difficult. I think the the fact that Jackie is such a is you know we mentioned it before he got his career started in in theater. I think him being able to portray those drunken aspects while also be physical while also having yeah. a talent of being a martial artist as well too alright guys so make sure you follow us on social media at Film underscore review you can follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter that way you can follow us also on Facebook uh, you can follow Kyle ah! you can follow me on Instagram Film underscore Kyle as well as Twitter you can follow Chris ah! you can go to midnightreleasing.com and check out some upcoming films we've got Beautiful Prison coming out oh Beautiful Prison what's you know that I realize you, you can't follow Chris there he's just pitching his yeah. company <laughs> but but uh, what is what is this movie? Oh, this movie's about a guy who um, he he has brain damage from a, a childhood uh, accident with his father, and uh, basically he goes into he goes into a coma and he goes into his own mind and it's full of demons. Oh, that's oh. not regarding Henry. Big at ups all. to Midnight Release. I love the Jacob's cell. Ladder. Jacob's <laughs> Ladder. Maybe? I love the cell. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. um, you can follow Monty. Yeah! You can uh, follow me on Twitter at Montiazzi. You can follow me on. Uh, my website on Facebook at codafilms.com. Uh, you can follow me at International Horror and Sci-Fi Film Festival. I pretty much run 
all the social media sites for that company. Uh, come out next week. We got a screening of Carrie on Monday. Sponsored by Wait, the, this, this Monday coming up? This Monday coming up, the 13th. This episode you can will see... not be out by then. Okay, right, never mind. Worry. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> so, never mind. Cut that out. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> hopefully you had a good time seeing Carrie. I loved it. I loved it. It was nice. Thanks again, gentlemen, for letting me come out here. You guys know I'm a big fan, and this has been a... Uh, a, uh, a an achievement. You can follow Mike at, at Mike Salusio on Twitter. Uh, writing a, a bunch of places now. So <laughs> a yeah. bunch. And you can follow Not me on Instagram at Film underscore Cody. That's our show for this week, guys. Make sure if you're gonna join, or you know what, fuck <laughs> it. Yeah. Wow. Just make sure. Ooh. Just make sure. No, if you're gonna join a cult, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next week.